Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew. Always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. What to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed podcast. I am your host, Mr. A&D, and I'm here with my co-host. Now, Deion Sanders, but prime time. It's me, it's me, it's the P-R-I-M-E. And I'm ready. I'm ready for this one. All right, yes, I'm ready too. We got a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things been going on in the world of wrestling this past week. But before we get into this, I want to give a shout-out to Spaces Productions. And for those who don't know... I will put the link in the description of their website because the Nerd Coalition is collaborating with Spacious Productions, who is a podcast uh, organization where they have legit podcasts such as the Market Dark Show that you guys can listen to on Stitcher and on SoundCloud. Those links will be in the description box below. And hopefully, the Nerd Coalition, when they collaborate, you can hear us on those podcast radio apps that people have. So if you have like or Stitcher like I have for the Android phones I'm pretty sure like iTunes and SoundCloud we will be on there so you guys don't have to listen to us on YouTube too much anymore because people don't come to YouTube for podcasts so we'll go over there we'll still have the YouTube show of course but then you know you have to be able to listen to us over there on those kind of uh, things so that's some good news isn't that part of time oh yeah very good very good. good so yeah so uh, good like Booker T would say it with that T on the end. So uh, make sure, yes, you guys go out and check out Spacious Productions. And uh, they have a whole website of all the other podcasts you guys can listen to. And things they do. Very great people over there. So uh, we got a lot of things going on in the world of wrestling today, don't we, Primetime? Yeah, a lot. A lot. I got. Some, I hope you wrote some things. I got some quick hits also. And I got some. We got the, we got the rumor mill, as you know. Uh, that's always great. And then, of course, we got uh, Prime Time's Top 5, as you know. So, without any further ado, l- let's get on to some of the biggest topics that we have for wrestling this week. And one of them, haha, is that it looks like they cracked down, didn't they? Oh, yeah. I, I knew it was going to happen. It's going to have to happen. So, WWE <laughs> cracked down, and uh, it looks like that the backlash... That the fans have given the fabulous Moolah Battle Royal for WrestleMania 34 has now, they has been switched. And I don't know if it's a placeholder or not, but it has been switched to the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. I mean, creativity is at its finest right now. As long as it's not 
As long as it's not just the, <laughs> as long as it's not a Stephanie McMahon Battle Royal, I'm good. Was man, I was about to say though. I put my foot in my own mouth. I was like, I swear it better not be the Stephanie McMahon's memorial. I'm about to say, I'll kiss, I'll kiss my ass. Now, I'm not saying there's not other uh, women legends out there or things you could name it after, but you know, for the WrestleMania Battle Royal, I'm like, okay, it's you know, it's fine for what it is right now. But uh, the whole Moolah thing. So, uh, a lot of people are probably wondering if you don't know already, say, well, why was the fabulous Moolah? You know, name change. Why haven't they been using it in there? But um, she had a dark, and I mean, a dark pass. And allegedly, uh, 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 okay, allegedly, right <laughs> now. Last week, when I talked on the podcast, I said they got the fast move on one battle royal. It's good for women to have a battle royal. So that I, I look, be, I'm being 100 percent honest with you. I never knew anything about the alleged stuff that Moolah did. Back in the day, no, I knew it. I knew it. I knew she did some bad stuff, but I thought it was just like, like a couple bad things. I didn't know it was bad, bad. Okay. Yeah, uh, man, this thing here, it, it, like, I'm like, I cannot believe. Well, I'm not saying I cannot believe, but I'm just like so shocked that she was, uh, she she did all this kind of stuff because now we. There have been people out there that have had their issues with the Ultimate Warrior. And how he gets honored and that they do the Warrior Award every year. And that's not what he intended for the award to be. And, of course, all the things that he said uh, about uh, homo- you know, homophobia and racism and all that stuff like that. It's some bad shit. And, you know, WWE has a tendency to, you know, try to sweep things underneath the rug. But this right here, it really took a... Uh, a dive to say the least. So it has been said that uh, Wooler was a pimp. Yeah, she, she was the original Godfather. I mean, she if that if she had theme music back in the day, it's probably what it would have been. Pimping ain't pimping ain't easy. That okay? Nah, it was easy for her. She didn't care. So you said what? I said it was easy for her because she didn't care. Uh, she, you know what? She probably did. She probably even didn't care. But it is saying here that it says the claim is based on accounts of multiple women who worked for her, including Luna Vachon, who passed away. That used to be Game Girl's wife. If anybody remember her back in the Attitude Era? And Mad Maxine. It seems that when Moolah was booking women's wrestling. That's sweet. Hold on, what's the other girl's name? That well, the, the main girl that they always mention is Sweet. What's her name? Was sweet? it Robinson? Or uh, was it Sweet Georgia Brown? Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I believe that's what it was. So, if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure I'll be getting it in the comments if I'm wrong. But, um, so it was saying that, uh, it seems that when Mueller was booking women's wrestling beginning in the late 1950s and excessively in the 1960s, uh, the women were sent, uh, the women she sent would sometimes be expected to have sex with the promoter or other men in the organization. And Matt, uh, Mad Maxine had an interview that I, I, I'm looking at right here for Slam Wrestling. Uh, according to her, she said, sometimes trafficking women without wrestling even being involved. She says, Moolah did send girls out to this guy in Arizona and pimped them out. I actually spoke to him on the phone and asked him what he was looking for. He said, if I'm spending all this money, you know what I want. That was part of Moolah's way of making money. Get it. 
the fuck out of here. And perhaps the most upsetting story is that of Sweet Georgia Brown. So I, I was right about the, the uh, name. Which came out in an article in the Colombian Free Times, which featured interviews with Brown's children, seven of whom were born to unknown fathers while their mother was on the road under Moolah's management. Oh my gosh, yeah, dang. Dang. what'd you say? Dang. I said, dang. <laughs> I said, uh, Brown's daughter Barbara relates a story from her childhood of Moolah and her husband and business partner, Buddy Lee. If that ain't the country name, bro, from, you know, two brothers. Look, you from the South. I used to come from the South. You know about the Buddy Lees down there, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm about to say, please. Uh, bring her mother. It said, Buddy bringing her mother to the house for a brief visit. When Brown asked for more time with her children, Mula punched her and forced her back into the car. Barbara's mother later told her that sometimes on the road she would receive unexpected late night knocks on her door and know that she should go ahead and take off her dress or else she'd be beaten. Wow. Georgia Brown's story also illustrates the way that Moolah financially exploited the women she trained. She managed every girl who came out of her training school, which included demanding 25% of their pay, although she reportedly kept a larger percentage much of the time. She would have promoters pay her on behalf of her wrestlers and then she would give those wrestlers a much smaller amount. Her school was designed to squeeze as much money from the girls as possible according to Mad Maxine. Trainees had to pay rent and utilities to live in barracks on Moolah's compound as well as paying up to $1,500 in training fees. Back in those days, back in those days, and the, look, the list goes on and on, and I'm not going to sit here and read every single list and of every testimony that they have because this article goes like, like there, and I actually, I will put the link to this article in the description below if anybody wants to read it. Prime time. Yep. Like your your thoughts, like when we digged into this and actually looked at the backstory and stuff like that, like you sit there thinking, like, well, what the hell was everybody thinking? Like they didn't know. Oh, they knew. Look, okay, I saw one article. I forgot where it was, and it was like, we don't want to honor the person; we want to honor the wrestler. Which I already know that was crap because it's a lot of people you can honor the wrestler, and not honor the person. Yeah, Chris Benoit, one of them. So much of the person. Remember Crispin, huh? Crispin, you know. I went. I was talking about him. I was talking about China too. You know, the main reason Triple H said he don't want to mention China. Yeah. His kids on Google. That's why it's, it's yeah. Okay. Well, look. Uh, me personally, I was just like, okay. I thought because I remember, remember back when he did the May Young Classic, and it was just like, why would y'all pick May Young? Y'all could pick Mula. I heard people say that. And at that time, I knew nothing about what, what was going on with Moolah at all. And I was like, you know, Faz Moolah has the more history and a better wrestler than Mae Young was. So, But now, I'm probably figuring they probably didn't want to pick Moolah because of this situation, right? So then they pick her for the for the Battle Royal at WrestleMania. And I'm just like, who? what the fuck? Did y'all not? Yeah, I, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure WWE told the women to tweet out something good. There's no way you know 
about the history of Moolah and you sitting there supporting it. Yeah, especially if you're a woman. I'm just, you know, especially. I, I'm just saying, oh, yeah, because like, Ray's Ray's Natalia, they was all like, oh, good job. I'm ready to win this battle royal. This is a, I'm honored to be in this after the fabulous Moolah and stuff like that. Yeah, Carmella, you know, I, I, I rock fabulous for Moolah. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> this is just a sickening. But once again, I know WWE was told them. And then remember that they had a little interview with Bailey. I grew up watching Moolah, unless she was like born in the 30s. <laughs> I, I, I'm guessing, like, if she was born in the 40s. And... We know Bailey grew up watching Trish and Lita if she didn't tell us a thousand times. If she, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody grew up watching Moolah. I still, no, please. It's like me saying, I grew up watching Bruno San Martino. Did, did, didn't, did not. I'm not even going to sit here and lie to you. That's out of my age range. Did I, when I got older, did I go back and watch some? Bruno San Martino from Madison Square Garden. You, you, you bet your ass, you, I did. But uh, watching, yeah, watching Bruno San Martino as I got, I got older, I'm about to say, I probably wouldn't be doing a podcast if I was that old right now. To be honest with you. So now Joe Ross has a podcast. Yeah, just, so. uh, oh, you right, you right. You know, so I, I shouldn't even say that. You know, my apology because I'm not trying to get attacked. If anybody's even watching this, you know, what I'm saying the way my views has been going on YouTube. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know what. It, it, it's kind of like it had to be changed. Do you? I don't think it, it could have made to WrestleMania without them crapping on that whole match. If and it, it would have really sucked for the women, and it probably would have been such a bad backlash that they would have probably forced it on the pre-show. You know what I'm saying? I mean, um, who do you think they would name it after, though? If they were to name it after somebody, who would you think, or three people you would think they'd name it after? Okay, well, the the May Young name has been recycled already. So they they use that for the the classic. So there's not put you can't. I don't want to put her at the pinnacle of the woman. Uh, I know they don't want to use the Lunge Blazers name. Um, I don't know if they want to do like the Wendy Richter. I don't know if they want to uh do her uh sensational Sherry, but me personally, I had to start. I, I know a lot of people probably won't agree with me on this, but it's just my thought. What about the Miss Elizabeth Memorial Battle Royal? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Miss Elizabeth is probably on my, yeah. on my number one list. I now, like I said, I know people out there probably say she's not a wrestler, but she is one of the greatest managers of all time. We didn't do that. And she, was, she was gorgeous, and she you know she was synonymous with the Macho Man. So, and as many WrestleMania that she's been in, WrestleMania moments that she has had with Macho Man. And just in general, I'm just like, hey, what about the Miss Elizabeth Memorial Battle Royal? I think that would be a great was, honor tour. I was thinking like Miss Elizabeth, uh, Sensational Sherry, or China, even if they want to go that route. I mean, Trish Stratus came to my mind, but I was like, she might even be in it, so I don't think they would do that. Yeah, no, that, that, I'm like, Trish can still go. Trish can still go. Yeah, and she's more modern, so I, I think they're gonna go old, old school. But, <laughs> but I, honestly, I probably would have, I will probably put like the Miss Elizabeth Memorial Battle Royal. Okay. And I, I would do it that way. So, I don't know if they're gonna. I, like I said, I think the WrestleMania thing is a placeholder. I would. That's just my personal opinion. You know, saying nobody has to agree with it, but I think the Miss Elizabeth would probably be a, a cool name to talk about. Um, what about Linda McMahon? <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I, I don't they know. Could look, Linda McMahon. look, 
I hear you. Trust me. I, I, I'm right there with you. However, look, like I said, I'm not trying to get political on this show. I'm really not. This, this is not what my show is about. You know what I'm saying? But she worked for Trump. <laughs> and you got a lot of people that don't support him and don't like him. Like I said, this is everybody has their own opinion that they're allowed to support who they want to support and everything of that nature. So it ain't my job to be on this podcast letting everybody know who they should support, who they shouldn't support. I'm just saying, I don't think that Vince is going to go their route. And say we call the Linda McMahon. Now, they might. They might. If they, if they keep quoting it, they look at the wrestler and not the person. I mean, but you know, wrestlers, they could, if, they, if that was the case, Hulk Hogan would still be here. <laughs> Hulk Hogan? They yeah. coming for you, brother. <laughs> just, you know, if that was the case, Hulk Hogan would still uh, be a part of WWE, which eventually he will be coming back. I, I It's inevitable at the time. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't see Linda McMahon personally at using using that name. And then once again, it's a McMahon. Do we really need the McMahon name in anything else? <laughs> I'm pretty sure one day they're gonna have a Vincent J. McMahon Federal. Probably so. But I'm just like, but it's like Vincent J. J. McMahon is probably the only same one they had there. <laughs> it's, okay. Probably, you know, probably the actual only one, but, uh, okay, yeah, but no, it's just like, we don't need any more of that, uh, that McMahon stuff. It's bad if people say, you know, uh, the whole Stephanie McMahon thing, it's like, put her at the, the head of it. No, we don't need to do that. But, look, I'm glad the names changed. You know, you, you shouldn't, I, you know, after reading all the stuff that she did, I'm like, there's no way you can honor that. This is no way you can honor that. This is like, you know, 20 years from now and or 30, it's to do 30 years from now when, you know, when, when our kids have kids and they come there and say, we're going to name the Crispin Wild uh, <laughs> Intercontinental Championship Tournament. And they're like, cool. I'm like, no, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Well, I mean, if it's like that, how come she's not like Crispin Wild or China? How come they... They mention her a lot. How come she's not erased from history and stuff like that? Now, you know, the, the best thing I can say is is because of the, the generation gap. All right. Crispin Wild, this thing with Crispin Wild happened 11 years ago. You know, 10, ten have you? I mean, once in June this year, it will be 11 years ago. The thing with China, she just died, was it 2016? Yeah, two, she just died two years ago. And, you know, the whole porno thing, the edge there was still there. See, the, the people that they're, that they're angry with now or has done some fucked up shit, it, this generation still knows about them. You got to figure, this generation, like my generation, your generation, all that stuff like that, we didn't watch Moolah. The only time, look, if you think about the fabulous Moolah, the, in our generation, all I think about is Jeff Jarrett hitting her over the head with the guitar. You know, putting her in the figure four, her May Young going around, and May Young t- trying to give sloppy Bronco buses and sloppy kisses, get power bottle through tables. That's how we remember Moolah and May Young, right? Yeah, and uh, with Mean Gene and <laughs> yeah. So, but we don't remember the whole historic lineage that Moolah has done. Now, the older wrestling fans who was you know that still is around that the uh, I would say in the 
their 60s, they're like, the, like the, the, the Jim Ross of the 60s and 70s and stuff like that, they respect it, but they don't watch that. Co- a lot of them don't watch the company now. So you figure that the the, the, the generation that watched this company probably don't know what Moolah did. That's why, that's why I said, you never know in 30 years when, like when my son, who's eight years old, who watches wrestling now, when he has kids 30 years from now, his son is not going to know anything about Chris Benoit, what he did, right? Yeah. And, and by that time, 30 years from now, plus Chris Benoit, that's 40 plus years ago. This whole Moolah thing happened back in the 50s and 60s. So that's like, that's uh 50 plus years ago. 50, 60 years ago. So even Chris Benoit, 40, 50 years from now, you may have... You know, Vince be gone by then. Triple H may be gone by then. Stephanie be gone by then. It's to be a whole new generation. Their kids may be actually running it. And if they don't keep... They're serious. You know, it just like passes down, passes down to the point where they're like, well, we heard of this cool wrestler named Chris Benoit and we're going to honor him because they still play him on the network. Lord knows where uh, we're going to be in technology at by that time. And they say, hey, we're going to put Chris Benoit in a kind of championship tournament. Was like, well, nobody that's watching the wrestling now in our audience, unless you're really, really older, knows what Chris Benoit did. Now, 30, 40 years from now, you know, uh, hopefully I'll be damn near 70 years old. I ain't going to be, you know, I don't know what I'll be doing or if I'll even be alive at that time, but ain't going to be watching WWE <laughs> if it's still around. So, you know, it's like you, they could probably use Chris Benoit and say, hey, he was a great wrestler, but then people start digging. And they say, oh, wait a minute. Chris Benoit murdered his wife and his child? Then we got to get that thing changed. <laughs> you see what I'm saying with it? Yeah. Yeah, so it's that it's that uh, generation gap. But I'll I move on from that, though. But uh, we're going to some more uh, news going on here. So uh, you heard about you know the Roman Reigns thing, haven't you? You talking about uh, Johnny Bravo? Yeah. Hey there, mama. <laughs> I, I heard um something he said, but it ain't had nothing to do with Roman Reigns. Look, well, you know he was trying to link him to this whole steroid scandal, and Roman Reigns said, hey, I never meant to do it in my life. So they had to hold the whole Braun Strowman thing to kind of hold over to see if the, it was true or not. Well, Johnny Bravo released uh his film. Uh, <laughs> his film? What kind of film you talk about? Remember he was... No, oh, remember he? So no, remember he was supposed to be releasing this film, this documentary coming out that that linked Roman Reigns to knowing who this guy was. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, and but it says the long-awaited video on steroids rings fails to provide evidence against Roman Reigns. So, the it says here, right here, I'm reading this on uh, Craig Seat. And it's CraigSeats.com is saying that the long awaited documentary from John Bravo, a self-proclaimed filmmaker, quotation marks, who entered the wrestling conversation a few months back after releasing videos of his telephone conversations with Richard Rodriguez, the accused steroid dealer, currently jailed in New York, where the discussion W Superstar Roman Reigns and other celebrities uh, and alleged clients of Rodriguez Wellness Fitness Nutrition hit the web uh, on March 16th. Long story short, it doesn't contain evidence, Reigns, or any of the other wrestlers and celebrities it mentions and features 
photographs of purchased performance enhancer drugs from or there should be from them from Rodriguez. So it says instead the 21 minute minute video is about Bravo and his search for the truth quotation marks something his opening monologue professes he stands for. So I mean your thoughts is obviously not true now. It's saying. I mean good, good for Roman. He got off the hook this time. He to learn to put the stuff down. You know. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well. You know, good for Roman. Uh, I heard the dude say he's going to take a break. I guess it didn't go as well as he thought, obviously. So I thought I heard he said he's going to take a break from YouTube or whatever. He I mean, he, he might as well now. <laughs> I'm just saying because, you know, he probably thought that. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure he figured he had to know that Vince ain't going to take Roman Reigns out of the man. You can't fuck his, this man's life up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If Vince wanted him to be at the top. I'm just saying. It's not going to happen. And it didn't happen. So we're, so we're getting Reigns and Lesnar. WrestleMania 34. Okay, okay. No, uh, uh, I've heard something that I think the same dude put out that he gave steroids to this one dude, and he's the personal. He that one dude trains Sheamus and Jinder Mahal. That's the only link I've had with you know the whole thing. Oh, you we ready to put Jinder Mahal out there? <laughs> <laughs> it was Jinder all along. Oh, we didn't know. Oh, we didn't know it was gender. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, okay. So, you know, I, I'm gonna bring a topic up that I know you you would love to talk about because you can get more input. I know you're ready. As for long this. as it's not, as, as long as it's not. Okay, what is it? What is it? No, as long as it's not what. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. As long as it's not what. Because I, I have this one thing on wait, you know. To talk about from my top five, but I don't know if you're gonna take. I don't know if you're gonna talk about it or not. So, I'm, what is it? What is I, it? I think I know where it's going. I know it's on your top five. I know it's on your top five, and I'm probably thinking because it has to do with impact, don't it? No, no. Okay, well, shit. That that well, that, that need to be on your top five. Then that means you fucking up. Oh, okay, okay. Because uh, you, you heard about your boy Josh Matthews, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> You heard about your boy, Josh oh, yeah. Matthews, right? Yeah, I heard. Go, go, go. You know, share some light to the people about your boy, Josh Matthews, and, you know, your people over at Impact. Why did he say my boy, Josh? I don't like Josh Matthews. No, I never but, did. But, you know what I'm saying? No, but you still supporting that Impact. Fine. I told you, yeah, I told okay. you leave Josh that Matthews drug alone. Is... Huh? I said, I told you to leave, leave them drugs alone. Yeah, well, Josh Matthews is the uh, Impact Grand Slam champion. How the hell did that happen? <laughs> Technically, Evan Bourne just gave it to him. Really, <laughs> I don't know how to how they. I don't know how you know they do all that. Evan, but he just gave it to him. Evan Bourne, which he goes by the name of Matt Seidel, right? Yeah. Just get so he 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 did a Stone Cold from '97, gave the Rock in a kind of championship. He just gave Josh Matthews the Grand Slam championship. Yeah, because he had two titles, so he gave one to Josh Matthews. Wow! <laughs> wow! So, is does this man wrestle at all? I mean, I seen him wrestle once in that one match with Scott Steiner in <laughs> Abyss. Oh, you talk you talk about. Come on, they're gonna get, get their fat asses. Yeah, that bitch. 
Oh, back when he came back for, for Slammiversary. Yeah. No, Bound for Glory. Wait. One of the two. One of the two. Okay. But yeah, that, the only time I seen him wrestle. I know he was on Tough Enough and stuff, but, you know, <laughs> that's a long time from now, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's no. It, it, he does not. Do, he does not need to have this. Uh, <laughs> this, this championship at all. First of all, why do he still have a Grand Slam championship? I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is a lot that you don't know about Impact. Oh, trust me, it started making less and less sense every week. But um. I do know this week they had the Feast of Fire match. Okay. What, what, what happened and with the Feast of Fire? I know EC3 got, got a briefcase. Eli Drake got a briefcase. Um, I forgot the other dude that got a briefcase. And I think Moose got a briefcase. Moose, so, are you ready to go? Moose. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we know who got the fire uh, contract. It was EC3, right? Yes. Yes, so he could finally debut on NXT now, right? Because his taping is over? Yep. Yep. All right. Well, probably next week, because next week they reveal the, the uh, briefcase on next week. Okay. Now, I'm just saying, um, I'm pretty sure Eli Drake got the world championship because he was the world champion until Austin Aries came and beat him up. Um, Moose, well, I don't know. Moose, there's no way in the world Moose is getting no X Division championship. <laughs> <laughs> opportunity. Uh, I don't know. He probably got the tag team or something. I think Moose should leave. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's Seriously. making money, so he, I mean, I, I think I thought he took a leave of absence because I didn't see him on there for a while. I first of all, so. did, did you say he need money? Is that what you just said? I mean, if he's on if he's on Impact, he needs some because <laughs> if he need money, he should leave Impact. That's that's true. Yeah, say, if he, you know he need money, then I work with the fuck that. Come over to NXT, stay there, or even go over to Ring of Honor, or go to New Japan. He is a talented guy, and wait well, him. He, say what? I think he was. He was. I mean, I know for sure he's on like uh, WCPW and Evolve and all that other kind of stuff, but I don't think he's on like any main um, independent like Ring of Honor, anything like that. First of all, what culture pro wrestler still a thing? I mean, not what culture, Defiant Wrestling. They call it Defiant now. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, I didn't know what culture pro wrestling was still a thing. They are. They are. Oh, um, yeah, because Austin Aries is their champion. Austin Aries got, like, every championship and all the independents. He got, like, about four or five world championships from all the independent shows. So, is he the Ring of Honor champion? Everyone but that one. He got, like, I think he got ICW, Defiant, TNA. And another show, and I think of all or something like that. What is it? <laughs> like got, what is it about when people come leave WWE angry? They they did got come just give them all championship. <laughs> I mean, Austin is actually good though. But I don't I don't I don't know about five championships at one time. He looked like Kurt Angle. No, not even Kurt Angle. He looked like um Sheamus in that storyline in WWE 2K12. Oh yeah, WWE 12 is like I got them all. I'm like this is so stupid. Yeah, yeah, that looks like comes out and he actually comes out with all of them on impact oh my see first of all Kurt Angle almost did that back in uh was it 2000 
2008 when he had what was it? Huh? Which which championship was he missing? Wait, he I think he had the tag team, he had the X division, and he had how the, yeah he had them all. No, because I mean, what I, I however how I remember it, I think him and Joe were tag team champions. I think, and he had the world heavyweight, and Samoa Joe had the X division, and then they were fighting for the titles. That's how I remember. Do you remember that? What was it? That the TNA No Surrender when Kurt Angle had to do the, the three matches. He had to do the X Division against Jay Lethal. He had to do the tag. It was like him and Abyss versus Ron Killings and Pac Man Jones. <laughs> what a tag team! <laughs> yeah, and, and or oh, maybe it was him and Abyss in the in the main event, and it was him and Samoa Joe against Pac Man Jones and um. Uh, Ron Killings, but he he had to do a match every all of them because he had all the championships. To me, yeah, man, the man was, he came in, he came in TNA a monster. <laughs> yo, I'm sorry, giving everybody a, a you know like all the championships, that's not smart booking to me. I'm sorry, that that does I mean, not I make. I guess it depends. Look. This is not Thanos collecting Infinity Stones here, okay? This, this, this is this is professional wrestling, and uh, me personally, it don't make you look stronger. And I'm just like, it seems like every time somebody a guy leaves WWE, TNA go over there and say, or they leave Lucha Underground or some someplace bigger than them, they come over there and say, hey, we're gonna put you in the main event spot, and give you a give you a belt. You don't have to do that. Well, I mean, I know. Kurt Angle, they gave him a belt because he was Kurt Angle, and he was a, he was like at the height at that time. But like some people, they don't give the title right away, or they don't give the title to at all. Like I know, like John Morrison, he hasn't gotten the title yet. Uh, Alberto Del Rio, Alberto El Patron, since coming back, since coming to TNA, he hasn't had the title yet. No, no. When he first I mean, came to Impact, I'm talking before the whole Page thing. They gave him the championship. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to say, when he first came, before the whole page thing a couple of years ago, he, they gave him the championship. He came right in there yeah. and won that championship. Yeah, Austin Aries came in there and won the junk in, uh, in uh, dress pants and shirt shoes. Yeah, like, uh, like, get, like, get, get, like, just get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm over it. I'm I know, over like, it. For, like, Christian, they didn't give it to him immediately. Because it's Christian. Okay, it's Christian. Hey man, they uploaded they uploaded Christian's debut. That man was over in his first. Uh, he was there. He was over the first time. I'm sorry, but if I'm gonna be in the building with 900 people and I'm just screaming, I mean, I'm screaming for a WWE guy. I'm gonna sound like I'm over too. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no. They was catchphrases and everything. I didn't even know Christian had catchphrases until I seen that. You know what's funny? You, know, you love Christian so much, man. I I yet to see him on your universe movie yet. Oh, you'll see him. Him and uh, him and Tomko. <laughs> yeah, it took. It's taking long enough. I'll tell you that. I know it's taking a while. All right, but um, okay. Move on to, to the next day before we get into some uh, rumors because uh, the show is probably not going to be as long as the usual shows. But WWE released their top ten best women's matches in WWE history. Did you see that list? Was Melina versus Alicia Fox on there? <laughs> <laughs> Where is Stone Cold's had, face when you need it? Just be like, mm, mm. 
Um, no, thank God. But would you like to see, would you like to hear the list? Sure. All right. At number ten. Okay, wait, wait. I want to guess. The, you said ten or five? It's top ten. Oh, never mind then. No, I mean we we can go one by one. We can go one by one. Now, I was gonna guess. I was gonna say maybe Sasha, Charlotte, they um. Bailey and Sasha, they want to count that as NXT. Um, Trish and Lita, uh, that's all I can think of right now. Damn. Oscar Ember Moon, maybe. Okay. I can think of more, not at the moment. Are, are you talking away from your microphone? Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah I, I looked up for a second. My bad. I'm about to say, you know, we are recording for importance right now. And I'm talking talk with the microphone, but I'll give you the top ten. So at number 10, we have the 2018 Women's Royal Rumble match. Oh, they mean... Oh, okay. I can agree with that. Number 9, yeah. a lunch of Blaze versus Bull, uh, Nakano, SummerSlam 1994. Okay, okay. Number 8, Charlotte versus Bailey, the Raw Women's Championship match, Monday Night Raw, February 13, 2017. Alright. Uh number seven, Paige versus Emma for the uh NXT Women's Championship NXT arrival. That was a good match. Okay. Okay, yeah. Trish Stratus versus Lita, Women's Championship match Monday Night Raw, December 6, thousand four. Was that the one with that main event? Yeah. Okay. Back when Trish made Lita look good and Lita almost killed herself. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm sorry. I, I, there are a lot of fans of Lita. I'm just like, look, it, when it comes to the better wrestler, I'm giving it to Trish because Lita was sloppy. Especially, especially this shit. Did you see that moment? Yeah, uh, uh, man, she was an inch from the from the canvas by the break of neck. Number five is Charlotte Fatal Four Way match: Charlotte versus Bailey versus Sasha, the the four horsewoman from Takeover Revival or the yeah, Rival. Oh, that was a good match too. Say what? That was a good match too. I remember watching that. That was, yeah. Number four, Oscar versus Ember Moon, NXT Women's Championship match, TakeOver Brooklyn 3. Okay, okay. I, I really like that. But, you know, my girl Thickness up in there, man. <laughs> Love that one. Hope she come to WrestleMania too. Number three, Triple Threat match at WrestleMania 32, Charlotte, Sasha, and Becky Lynch. That was a good one. Okay, so Sasha and... Charlotte, number one, right? No, number two is Sasha versus Charlotte W Women's Championship match Raw, July twenty fifth, twenty sixteen. Which which time? Which one is that one? Is that which uh, this one is. Is that the one where Sasha won the belt for the first time? I think so. Okay, that was a good match. That was yeah, a good match. And the number one women's match is. For the NXT Women's Championship, Sasha versus Bailey at TakeOver Brooklyn. Okay, okay. Hey, that's actually a good list. Yes, that's a good list. I'm just saying it's amazing how the four horsewomen dominate this list, though. Yeah, well, wrestling changed over the years, so they're going to be in most of the list anyway. Oh, yeah, I agree. But, you know, like Ember Moon and Oscar, man, I, I love that. Their second match was so much better than their first one. Like, yeah. like you, you no, really. They could have had a third one, but you know. Uh, Oscar had to go and break Ember's arm and stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I'm, I'm just saying that. Look, hey, I really thought it was over with that super kick. Just saying. I was, 
Yeah, and, and I just watched that Fatal Four Way not too long ago. But yeah, I think that was Lita's best match that she had with Trish. Uh, I'm saying, look at the freeze frame. I'm looking at Lita doing this moonsault. I'm just like, look how far up her head was in the air back then. Because <laughs> yeah, she used to she used to actually hop off the road. This time she just kind of like just fell. Yeah, and I was just like, whoo. Like, this, this one was just, like, way too close to the canvas for me. But this one, homegirl got some air. Paige and... Uh, yeah, so, I hey, I, I'm not mad at this list at all, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, that's a good list. Especially coming from WWE, because sometimes they like to be biased. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Study McMahon versus Ivory. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, Lena versus Alicia Fox, you, you know. You know, damn well, there ain't, ain't none of that shit going down like that. No, thank you at all. All right, so um, why don't we now... So that was mostly for our, our main stuff uh, that we was going out through today. So I think it's now time to get into some rumors. You ready to get into some rumors? Sure, let's go. All right, hit that music. Rumor has it. Right, so now let's get into some of the, the rumors that we have going on for WWE this week. So, you heard about the rumor about John Cena and the Undertaker, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, we have here that so, and people are saying Undertaker's supposed to retire, right? He he faced Roman Reigns. He's done, right? Well, no. So they they are booking for this match, and they're saying American Badass Undertaker. Is, I just don't want Kid Rock to sing that thing. So everybody you, no, said, no, because you know we forgot to mention we in the in the other segment we had we forgot to mention that Kid Rock is in the Hall of Fame because we didn't care. Because, <laughs> my name is Kid, and I, and look, Kid Rock has been a controversial figure, <laughs> also, and uh, it's just like, uh, uh, huh? I, I don't know about you. I don't care about Kid Rock. I honestly rather have Fred Durst. <laughs> Oh, Lil Bisky, you rather have the, you just rather have Fred there's a new rolling? I'd rather have him coming out there like he come out of um what here comes the pain, I think that's the game. Yeah. <laughs> comes out on the low ride. I'd rather have him come out than uh than Kid Rock. Yeah. Now, look, I, I understand I'm not saying I'm the hugest fan of Kid Rock. I did enjoy when he did the Undertaker song to say hey, hey. Yeah, I like look, in two thousand, even though I that's I hate that Undertaker, I am not a fan of biker American badass big evil Undertaker I am not a fan but wouldn't it make sense though since he put down his gloves his jacket and his hat the phenom is done the phenom Undertaker is done so if they want Undertaker to come back and they do American badass Undertaker I think that would be better suited for him and then he can officially retire Hopefully, like okay, I I retired the phenom. The phenom's not coming back. But he, that's how he ended his WrestleMania. But American Badass, I'll come back here, beat John Cena's ass, and then I'll retire on top. What you think is gonna happen? I I kind of want him to come out. You done it now? You're going. No, to no, not that song. Either that. Okay, so wait, gonna come out to the the uh, keep rolling. No, that's that, that's Fred Durst, Limp Biscuit. He's coming out to Kid Rock. Get over it. <laughs> that's what I, happened. That's my favorite of my song, out of his songs that I, oh my God. Look, do you think the WWE, you think it's about what you like? 
who they don't who listens to the fans? Say what? Occasionally they listen to the fans. Occasionally. Look, Kid Rock is coming out. He's performing for too long, and the Undertaker gonna have to drive past him. That's what's gonna have to. That's what's gonna happen. Oh yeah, speaking of Kid Rock, guess who wants to induct Kid Rock into the Hall of Fame because Kid Rock is his favorite person ever. Oh God. Oh, it's a jobber. It's a jobber, so you might not even oh, know. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, okay. James Ellsworth? They still work for the company. <laughs> okay, oh, they still work for the company. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, hold on. Is it a, is it a, is it a recent jobber? They they haven't been there for a while because they've been uh, dealing with family issues. Kurt Hawkins? No, it's uh, <laughs> it's Mike Bennett. Oh, shh. You, no, no, really? Yeah, yeah, really. I didn't think that I would uh think Mike Bennett would be on there. I, I that's how I, that's how I thought you would say. You have to actually be wrestling matches and losing them to be a jobber. This man ain't even been on TV. Well, I mean, his wife is pregnant, so. Yeah, so I mean, he works at a job, but he is almost unemployed. <laughs> I'm just saying, he is not, he is not on TV. I know he's dealing with Maria having the baby and all that stuff like that, but um, how you get worse than a jobber? I'm about to say because that's who he is right now. But look, Undertaker's going to come out to the Kid Rock song. That's what's going to happen, and he, he's going to come out to the, you know the I'm a cowboy. The, the whole thing, dude. It, it's a method to the madness. That's why I really think it's what happened. It's a rumor. They don't know if that's you know true yet, but you know uh, it is. It is what it is. There's also another rumor he out here. Michelle on his neck. Uh, no, no. First of all, <laughs> you can't have two six foot people stand on top of each other. I'm talking about. I'm talking about tattooing on his neck like he has. Oh shit! I thought you were talking about Michelle McCool like sitting on his neck. No. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say you can't have two six foot and then a six foot ten person come out. That, that, that she, that'd be that'd be so fucking weird. That would be so fucking weird. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, another room. They are actually made me think about canceling the Andre Jamie World Battle Royal. Do you think that's true? Really? Canceling something that doesn't contribute to the show at all? <laughs> doesn't have a meaning at all, really? No. I, I never would have guessed. Well, yeah, that, I mean, I'm not saying, they have not mentioned it yet. We are about literally next week, next week. We are about three weeks out from WrestleMania. A whole three weeks out from WrestleMania, so... I'm surprised. They ain't say nothing. Yeah, we had no, we had no jobbers say, "Hey, we want uh to uh be in the Andre World Battle Royal to win that trophy." You know, there's just no been bullshit like that. But I mean, I think they're still gonna have us to have something like Baron Corbin to do and stuff. Yeah, because all the jobbers was in the uh, the tag team match on Monday. <laughs> oh, you, you talk about your revival and your good brothers. All, those are all your people. I do like the revival, and I do like the Good Brothers, but and right now they kind of doing the job, brother. 
Oh yeah, they know all about the job, bro. They know all about the job. You know what I'm saying? And uh, too bad they're not going to WrestleMania neither, because uh, Braun Strowman is uh, going in their place. And right now, it's rumored that Vince don't know if it's going to be a handicap match or if he's going to find a partner for him. What do you think it's going to be? I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's, I'm going to be right. I'm telling you, I'm going to be right. It's going to be Elias. I'm telling you now, it's going to be Elias. Do you think they say the handicap match for Shane, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn? Uh, probably if if that's if if uh if they need to. Because you know that that just goes to this other rumor about the whole Daniel Bryan being a uh, a uh, joining for uh, the tag team match, but he's still not cleared yet. He got cleared by seven doctors, and he has to be cleared by an eighth. To be clear for WWE standards, he has not been cleared yet. What do you think is going to happen? I think that one doctor just stingy. But anyways, <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> but anyways, I'm listening to you. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, SmackDown is not clear exactly yet. Some on some cases on where they want to go, and I like that. I like I can't predict it, but. Uh, at, the, at the same time, I don't, I don't want it to be something that that we see every single day or something, you know. However, I'm not gonna lie. When Shane announced uh, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania, I'm like, I kind of want to see that match. I'm pretty sure he's gonna be like the referee, or Daniel Bryan gonna be the referee. It's like, cause look, we, uh, I'm telling you, what they could do. I mean, now, but see, right now, what they did to Shane on SmackDown. It shows that they he has to fight now. Shane has to fight now. Um, so I, mean, it, I don't know. He got pretty, he got pretty messed up. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. They can bring that into a storyline too. Okay, but he has to fight though. So the, the, the way I'm looking at it right now is just that it, it makes no sense for him to be. It's like you're not going to just power bomb me and attack authority, and then the best I'm going to do is power bomb you. Because even if I do a loser leaves the brand match. At WrestleMania, and I'm the ref, the guest referee, which is the match I probably want to see. Like whoever loses, go to Raw, and the other one stays on SmackDown. Whoever it is, but they both don't like Shane, so there's no point in keeping you know them on it. So I, I, I will say this: I, it's grown on me. At first, I'm not gonna lie. When I seen SmackDown, I was confused. I was like, I don't know where the fuck this is going. And but you know what? Confusion is a good thing, especially when it's not so predictable. Reigns and Lesnar. So. I'm, it, it actually makes you want to see SmackDown when Daniel Bryan comes back uh, this Tuesday to see uh, w- w- where it's going to head up at. I mean, I just, I just want them, I just wanted to give it a while to build, not give it a while, but I want them to like <laughs> at least have us know something before the week of WrestleMania. I know, but do you know it's before Raw and SmackDown this week? What? Rusev Day, cause. Every day is Rusev Day. And you know Rusev uh, is trying to get himself on the WrestleMania, and he challenged a celebrity. <laughs> Did you see what celebrity uh, called him out, right? Yes, and I'm about to say, Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin answers oh, Rusev. It says, breaking news. I am officially accepting Rusev at Rusev BLU Bulgaria, I guess. Challenge to wrestle him at Dishes WrestleMania. You heard it here first, folks. Come at me, bro. Is this happening? Uh, 
I don't think it's happening for real. But <laughs> did you see what Rusev said? Okay, hold on. Rusev replied that he couldn't hit Richie Rich or Macaulay Culkin, two characters Culkin played as a child. He quickly <laughs> retorted with this, with this gem. Uh, hold on. They, uh, I don't have. Okay, what did Rusev say? That's what he said. He said I couldn't possibly hit Kevin McAllister or Richie Rich. Oh. Oh, well then he, and said, then he said, and then McCoy Coker said, "It's cool. I'll be doing all the hitting anyway." You just got coked. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yo, I'm, honestly, I'm so glad that Macaulay, um, Coke, that Mac is off the drugs and stuff. I'm so glad he's he said Mac. He, he, had, he had to go back to Michael Jackson days. Mac! <laughs> <laughs> Mac! No, but seriously. Uh, I'm glad he's clean, though. Look, and by the way, by the way, I I I do listen to his podcast. He has a podcast called Bunny Ears. Don't ask me about the name; I don't know. But he's actually a big wrestling fan, so you know. This is almost like the remember when Umaga challenged the cast of Jackass back in two thousand seven, <laughs> and that's supposed to be a, be a thing. Like no, How, however, I won't say this. Would it be great? Like. Remember in WrestleMania X8 that backstage they was doing the whole hardcore 24-7 thing and Hurricane swung in and attacked Spike Dudley and then Molly Holly hit with the frying pan and Christian hit her with the door. You know what I'm saying? What if Rusev had a backstage segments all night with Macaulay Culkin and he was setting up Home Alone traps? I mean, I think that would be nice. Um, Did you see when he was at the independent show? No. Okay, so he was at the independent show and the rest of us was wrestling and he put like uh, what do you call them things? Like the, the little balls? Marbles? Marbles, my bad, marbles. He rolled the marbles in the ring and they like slipped over the marbles and then he did the little bucket gimmick where he uh, pushed the bucket and it hit him in the head and then it came back and hit the other one in the head. So, you know, little stuff like that. Oh, so th- that's what Jim Cornette was ranting about. <laughs> That's Probably. what Jim. That's what Jim Cornette. This motherfucker's coming to here if you fucking up professional wrestling. Oh my god. Okay. So yeah, uh, I can see why that wouldn't go over. That's why I say it don't need to be a match because it can just be a backstage thing where you know Macaulay Culkin is setting up traps and then finally at the end of the night when he's about to set his final trap, Rusev super kicks the fuck out of him. <laughs> and that'd be great. Would that be great? That'd be great if he uh, gets some Moshka kick. <laughs> That's what I was to say. Yeah, he gets the monster kick, and like as McCoy Coker set up his final trap, he kicked him square in the back of his head, like like a uh, Kevin Owens kicked Dolph Ziggler, kick him right in the back of his head, and put McCoy Coker in the accolades so that you know a celebrity does not have to go over a wrestler because you know every time they bring a celebrity in there, they want him to go over a wrestler like K. Fed. Remember that? Yeah, Pete Rose. Say what? Except Pete Rose. Except people, well, well, K-Fed lost the scene eventually. Remember when they had that whole little rivalry going on? <sighs> yeah, well. <laughs> and they had K-Fed pin Cena? What? Okay, that was, K- that was Kevin Federline. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, they do they do this with celebrities all the time, and they, they put them over and snooky and all that. But it's like you know, for the rest of the fans out there, the celebrities don't really need to be going over. So it's like okay, you can have McCoy Hooker have his fun throughout the whole night and set up these traps and different things like Home Alone style to get people laughing because Rusev Day in Rusev is like him and Aiden, or better yet, you can do it like Rusev sees the trap and he makes Aiden English go ahead and he gets all the traps, and then finally at the end. He puts McCoy Coke in the, it kicks him in the back of the head, it puts him in the accolade, and then, I, I come on now, I'm like, if you want to be a little entertained, give Rooster something to do, it don't have to be a whole 20 minute segment, you do it throughout WrestleMania, I thought that'd be kind of cool, and Aiden English yeah, takes all, the, Aiden English right. is the Harry and Marv, like, he takes all of it. I, say, I think it'll be good if they do it right, like, if they actually make it entertaining and stuff in that nature. We'll have Broken Matt Hardy and uh, Jeremy Borash do it. Okay. That, yeah, that'd be good. It's they, you know, they, they watch Home Alone three or four times and <laughs> yeah, but I said, some new trap. Hey, look, the more I talk about it, the more I kind of want to see it. J- just saying, that, that little idea I had. Um, real quick, so your boy Batista turned down a Hall of Fame induction. Uh, it's rumored because he wants to come back and actually be a full-time wrestler in the near future. So, Drax the Destroyer dies in the Avengers Infinity War then, huh? Um, that's possible. <laughs> that's Very possible. Batista that. is 51. He's going to be 51 by the time he, he comes back if he decides to come back. 51 or 52. For a, for an actual run and not a part-time run, that's a that's that's impressive if he, if he, if he pulls it off. I mean, yeah, you got to figure. I mean, he has been staying in shape because, like I said, it ain't like he's been a... Uh, just leaving and not doing nothing. He's been, like I said, he's been doing the Marvel movies. He's been doing Drax and Destroy for Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. And then he got Infinity War Part 3 uh, three and 4. And then uh, if he don't die, that's Volume 3 for Guardians of the Galaxy. But if they kill him off, then yeah, he can come back and um, <laughs> go do wrestling. And uh, what's going on with, you, with uh, your Cody Rhodes and, and the Young Bucks, buddy? Oh, I didn't know you was gonna. I didn't know you knew about that. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. Oh, um, are they gonna be able to sell this place out? Cause they got they, they got a venue that got in Chicago. Well, kind of on the outskirts of Chicago. What twelve thousand people? It's twelve thousand, but I think they're gonna put it to ten thousand. Oh they man, gonna, they, they ain't lucky. They can sell seven thousand. To be honest with you. I mean, uh, um, I don't know. It depends on. Well, for one, the match card, I'm guessing it depends on that. Um, but I want to see if they can actually do it, because it's like, uh, it'd be a good story if they can't actually do it. Well, they said that they, they try to get your boy Daniel Bryan, but I don't think it's going to be enough time to get Daniel Bryan on there. What, what do they call another uh, Chicago native? I think they, if they actually want, like, I really want them to do it. Like, I really want him to agree. Uh, if he agreed, they're gonna sell it. I think they gonna sell out if he agree. If he agreed to it, or if he even agreed to make an appearance. Hey, look. I think. Huh? The rumor has it that uh, you know, they could be trying to talk to, to get CM Punk back there and just give him a live microphone. Yeah, white bomb. Just give him. He coming in with the uh, Chicago style Bullet Club shirt, and I think he might have to give a GTS. He might give a GTS. Other than that, he could just talk. You know, and, and they'll pay. They'll pay money. Yeah, it, it, it look be like a one-time thing, and then you and then you do Kenny Omega and uh, Cody Rhodes. But they, they need 
to get some bigger names on that show if they want to sell out 10,000 seats, man. Yeah, I think they might get like Kota Ibushi, uh, Jay Lethal. Well, <laughs> never mind. That, that's not a bigger name. But, you know, <laughs> different people like that. Like Will Ospreay, Okada, maybe uh, Naito. Um, maybe uh, Rapungi, 3K. You know, different New Japan teams and Ring of Honor teams. I mean, Ring of Honor people. Uh, we'll see how it goes. So far, they only got like one or two matches on the card. So, we still got to see what happens. What's the match they got? <laughs> Joy Ryan and Hangman Page. That's not going to sell shit, but go ahead. I mean, the, the reason why they're doing it is because of their they, they YouTube channel. So, if you like a big fan of their channel, then you'll, you'll like be heavily invested into it. But, uh, <laughs> and the other match uh, is uh, Flip Gordon versus Cody Rhodes, I think. Why would they do that? Because, like I said, it's a part of their YouTube channel. You gotta watch it. But now you're asking and, wrestling fans to be invested into a YouTube channel, and it's just like the rivalry that's been going on on like you know noticeable is the the fall of the Bullet Club, which is having Kenny Omega versus Cody Rhodes. But they're gonna have their match before the paper before they have theirs. So that's what I'm saying. Oh look, I love Cody. Generation Me. Until they do a match with Albachin, the Young Bucks, and you know, and uh, Kenny Omega, I'm a fan of all these guys. I just don't see them selling out ten thousand seats yet. Okay. You you got. I mean, look, I, I I'm trying to give them all the faith in the world. You know, I I'm on their side. I'm just saying it's going. It's, it's I just going. want to see if they can actually do it. Like that's all I want. I want to actually see if they can do it. You're right. Or not. I mean, it's like you know. You don't know if you'll fail until you actually do it. So I guess that's the method. Then try, try again. Absolutely. You're absolutely right on that one. Okay, so since we're done with the after school special, <laughs> you ready to give your top five? Sure. Let's get into it. All right. So we're going to uh, go to Prime Time's top five. Let's play, I would say, his music, but it's more so like, you know, Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> or is, uh, what is it? Is that Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon? Fallon. 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 All right. Hit it. Alright, so my top five, I'm going to do top five bad things in wrestling this week just because we've had a few. Uh, I'm not going to, we already got into this earlier, so my number five is going to be Fabulous Moolah. That's, that's to the side. So, that's out the way. So, uh, number four is, uh, I'm going to talk about, well, the Jeff Hardy, you know, driving while, you know, D, what is it, DUI he got? DWI. DWI, okay. Oh, yeah. Jeff Hardy got arrested. He had a part in, um, in the Ultimate Deletion. I don't know if they're going to cut it or whatever they're going to do with it if they decide to. But I, I think Jeff Hardy might have to go to rehab. Again? To yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Did you see the way his car looked after he got to that rep? No. Is it bad? Like the whole front right side like off. It was like not even there. <laughs> Shit. I don't know what he hit. It looked like a deer or something he hit. Why can't Jeff ever just get it together, man? But uh my number 
three. Um, <laughs> this is not towards anybody, but uh, okay, I like this segment, but they could have did a lot of stuff better. Way that's why I'm gonna call it the worst segment or the the first worst half. It's the John Cena segment only because at times you know Cena can make jokes and stuff, but. If he challenged the Undertaker, I think before, when he said he challenged the Undertaker, he should have been more serious instead of kind of joking with it and then being serious. I think he should have been all serious when challenging the Undertaker because, you know, it is the Undertaker. But then again, he could have been like, you know, I don't think he's really going to accept it. So I'm just doing it anyway. I know people don't like the whole jokey Cena a lot. Trust me, I, I'm one of those people. But... I enjoyed the segment on Monday because it, it led up to what he was trying to say. Now, was he a little joking? But he got he got in the crowd, took a sip of the guy's beer. You're not really supposed to do that. And then it's like, okay, because Vince probably have a whole thing about it. But if, if you have like a storyline with it, like, wait a minute. I just did something I wasn't supposed to do. So they tell me I can't challenge the Undertaker. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. Let me challenge the Undertaker because the way he built it up was it, back a couple weeks ago. I'm not allowed to challenge the Undertaker. The match is impossible. But, you know, he's too old or he's retired, so I'm going to go try to make my way to WrestleMania. Now, since I had my back's against the wall and I have no way to get in there, even though you could join the Battle Royal, I could, I'm going to do something I'm not supposed to be doing, and that's challenging the Undertaker. Maybe. Well, maybe Cena should stalk the Undertaker wife. <laughs> should do what? Maybe he should stalk Michelle McCool. I'm pretty sure Undertaker come back then. Oh yeah, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of other uh, organizations will be in there, like USA, like slapping women on television. This ain't the attitude there. <laughs> that wasn't the attitude area either. Was, or ruthless aggression. Yeah. Same thing. Huh? Let me slap a bitch. Like no, we can't do that. Oh man, but um, my number two is uh, not really. It's not really a bad thing per se. But have you heard the news? About um, what's 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 Bobby Fish getting injured, right? Yes, he's not. He can't so, compete. Yeah, he's 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 gonna be out, and that's just terrible because <sighs> I know they gonna still have the titles, but that's still bad. Like Adam Cole now has to be in the tag team championship and the uh mid card championship, but he mostly gonna be downgraded to the tag team championship after the the uh match after the six man match uh-huh but it kind of sucks because i like bobby fish he, he's a good wrestler overall i don't know how you feel about him i i like him i like actually that people use the brain buster nowadays but uh now i'm gonna get to my number one which 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 this news came out today i don't even know if you heard it yet but um a wrestler named Chase Stevens beat the mess. When I say beat the mess, you know what? He beat the mess in all captions. Uh, Brian Christopher, a.k.a. Grandmaster Sexi. In like, storyline or real life? No, no, real life. Like, <laughs> like, he had a fractured skull, his nose broke, his eye was swollen, and, like, it was bad. What? Okay, give me some background. What? What happened here? I mean, I don't know. I guess they were just in a, a, a airport or whatever, and he just—I guess they got into a little scuffle, and he came. He just beat him up. 
<laughs> simple as that. And then uh, I know they, because they said uh, they were they will start like a GoFundMe or something for uh, Grandmaster Sexy's uh, medical bill. They said he he had an incident at home, but now it's getting out that he got beat up. So so they they like they took it away. They ain't gonna do it no more. And like it's a picture of him after he got beat up, but he really don't he don't look uh he don't look the same. <laughs> Damn, I didn't hear I didn't hear any about that today. I, now I got to do some research on figuring out why they was fighting. There, there's always a, a reason for this. Yeah, stuff. there's always a reason, but whew, I don't think it's a reason to get. <laughs> Godly. Hold on, no, no, no. Okay, I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at this up now, Brian Christopher, because uh, now now I'm really curious. Uh, why in the hell he got his ass beat? Former W star Brian Christopher was hospitalized after a hotel brawl. Chase Stevens, wow, wow, did you, did you see that guy? That guy <laughs> looks threatening. You know, he he, he, like he, 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 he was probably doing he's probably doing that annoying laugh. Uh okay, so let's see. According to Pro Wrestling Sheet, the fight began in a hotel room, but a badly beaten Lawler made his way down the lobby. From the from the police report, Lawler said he was attacked for no reason, but he was very confused. The physician reported that Lawler had several broken bones in his face, broken teeth, and that surgery was required. Officers told were told that a trauma team had been uh, activated after Lawler's injuries had been evaluated. Lawler was intoxicated on alcohol and admitted he is on several prescription drugs. Lawler told me. That he absolutely wanted to pursue charges against Clark. Uh, okay, so when it says right here on the same article, it says Brian Christopher, uh, Brian Christopher Lawler, son of Jerry the King Lawler, former WWE superstar and the artist once known as Grandmaster Sexay, as Jr. would say, <laughs> required surgery after a fight with former TNA performer Chase Stevens. He got his ass beat by TNA. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Oh, that's, uh, that's not that's not funny. That should be funny. Uh, amazingly, the fight happened last month in India, but has only recently come to light publicly. Stevens, aka uh, Jonathan Ryan Clark, was arrested for attacking Lawler, although he claimed self-defense. If you don't remember Chase Stevens, he's one half of the Naturals in TNA, who somehow were three. T- Three-time NWA World Tag Team Champions. I like how in the cargo it says, who somehow, I don't know how they won, <laughs> but they were somehow Tag Team Champions. <laughs> so it says, at the hospital, Lawler told police that Chase mistakenly believed that Lawler was hitting on Chase's girlfriend, although Lawler says he wasn't. The girlfriend was in the hotel room when the fight started and says that Lawler was drunkenly making a scene and Chase hit him to calm him down. Chase says that he hit Lawler twice in self-defense and that he hurt himself further by falling down. Police described a pretty grisly scene in the hotel room. There was visible blood stains on the carpet floor, a small amount of blood smeared on the wall, and a small amount blood spatter on the sheets. The trash can inside the room had blood. Nah, there is no There is no You got blood all over the carpet. <laughs> Drug that man face in the room. You know what I'm saying? He gave a Thanos ass whooping right there. You know, he he, he you know he had that kill monger thing. Is this your king? Is this your king? <laughs> he had a beat down like that. 
Oh, don't act like you ain't never seen Black Panther. I'm talking about just, oh my God. Continue with the story. Lola was released from the hospital a few days later, says Pro Wrestling. She and Chase was later released from jail. Both are probably fortunate this incident wasn't even worse and should perhaps consider not rooming together anymore. Well, that's the story. I'm about to say, we can't just end and just say, I don't know why. I had to, somebody, somebody in the comments said, I guess he lost his too cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, Grandmaster. Um, stop giving these, stop giving these ladies that hip hop drop. Okay. Remember, did you see the, did you see the picture of him though? Or they ain't have it? No, they had it. They, they had a picture. First of all, they had a picture of him when he was uh, too much. Oh, okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Remember that? Too hot, too sexy when they was too much? Yeah. Back when he was in the quote-unquote light heavyweight division? They, they couldn't even pull him out. Grandmaster Sex Aid, they had to go all the way back? They had to go all the way back. Back when... He, yeah, oh, my God. I hated that tag team. We are too hot, too sexy. We are just too much. <laughs> uh okay. Well, um it's very unfortunate, but hey, I'm glad you f- figured that article out cuz I didn't even see that one. Oh yeah. I didn't even see that one. But uh guys, that right there is going to end the podcast for a uh for us today. So make sure you post down in the comments down below of anything of any topics that you heard of in your opinions on them. You know, Everybody is an open, <coughs> excuse me, free country. Able, everybody should be able to express their opinion. And make sure you guys check out the website Space Productions. Uh, pretty soon, Nerd Coalition will be um, collaborating with them, and hopefully, you'll be able to hear our podcast on uh, their extension of their their brand. And like I said, they have their, their Mark and Dark show. You can guys listen to on Stitcher, which is more of a nerd related. Uh, podcast that you guys can listen to and hopefully we're going to be the, the bring hope the wrestling audience from over there too so, so make sure you guys check that out uh, links will be in the description down below and uh, make sure you guys check out Primetime's channel my co-host here yeah and you know bring W2K to Universe Mode and hopefully you know if, if they're not trying to kill us with these this view count out here but uh, yeah, make sure you guys check out Primetime's channel. Hit the subscribe button for more wrestling content right here on Nerd Coalition. Hit the like button to help support this podcast. Like I said, hopefully when we go up on board the podcast radios and SoundCloud, y'all can listen to us there. But we're still going to have the stuff up on YouTube for those who like to watch and listen to it on YouTube. So uh, for right now, that is all for we have for today. Once again, this is NC and a place to be. Channel join Mr. A&D. And not Deion Sanders, but Primetime. Everybody. All right, and uh, essentially, like I said, the Nerd Coalition is out. Q-Flow, wherever you are at, take us out. Fat React vids are here, you gotta see it There's wrestling too, no gimmicks needed The 
anime hero, swag on zero, talk the latest shows with him, it's all here yo, nerdgasm in your ears, what a surprise, if you wanna know what's next, go and like and subscribe, it's NC in the place to be, it's NC. Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do.